Well, I am super excited to be here, Lisa, aren't you? I cannot wait. I, I'm so happy to be here. Welcome to the uh, show. Yes. We got a great show planned for you today, and um, and and this is someone who's very dear, near and dear to me and precious. Both of these girls are, and uh, this Amy is here, and Lisa and Amy and I were just talking, and we're excited to have her because uh, all three of us want to help and serve people, you know, and help and serve. And uh, Amy literally lives that uh, day in and day out, and so does Lisa, and I do as well. But Amy's got a little bit of a different story here. Uh, not many people choose to adopt a, t- a teenage boy, Amy, and you did that. So um, that life wasn't always that easy. Well, not to have because you got three children now, to a daughter and a son. And tell us the ages of your kids, your, if you don't mind. I, my oldest there. is uh, 18 and graduated from high school in about 12 days. And my second is, um, she'll, she actually turned 17 this coming Friday. She's a junior in high school. And my chosen baby is, he just turned 16 in March, and he's a sophomore in high school. So I always just like to say, as far as getting kids through school, I just extended my parole by one year. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. And then, yeah, it is true. And she's got four dogs. Uh, uh, and got, we have got uh, 31 horses. Well, we have 28 horses, two donkeys, four dogs, and four cats. Oh my wow. goodness! And, and then 57 girl. animals. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a lot of animals. And but now that sounds wonderful. Uh, that I was on the phone with her this morning, Lisa, and she was telling me about uh, how you know that just get onto the kids, and they're not kids. They're they're, they're becoming adults about cleaning the house and doing all those things. And uh, so you, you do that. And But take us back a little bit with your life. You got divorced years ago, and it was not an easy divorce, I'm assuming, right? Because uh, I met you about 10 years ago, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, when so, I was in the, in, I was yeah. in the thralls of my divorce. Mm-hmm. And I just began yeah. dating when I first met you about yeah, 10, 11 years ago. But... I did. I went through a divorce, and really, um, sometimes when I reflect back on it in situations like this, it's more of um, sometimes I look at my divorce as a backfire, is that my um, ex-husband, we had both drank, and um, just life had happened to us, and he had closed his business, and he really began drinking more than ever. And then it just progressively got worse and not coming home. And um, in my journey, I, I sometimes wonder if I stayed too long, and that led me after five years of trying to fight it and two small kids, it just progressively got worse and I just felt like if I left, perhaps that would, you know, they, they say if um, things are getting bad, you'll you'll make the decision to make a change or if you're about to lose everything, you'll make the change or the fact that you're really losing everything, you'll make the change. And so in a way, I feel like I, sometimes I wonder if I gambled and I was really hoping that he would fight for me and the kids and that when I filed for divorce, it really just like lit a fire. So divorcing was hell and it took me about a year and a half and then um, trying to recover and bounce back. um, The rug just kept being pulled out from underneath me every turn that I took. And I finally, at the, about about a year and a half into a nasty divorce, I just walked away from it all and um, decided, you know, that, one more thousand dollars, one more thousand dollars to the attorney was one more thousand dollars. I could just pay off whatever debt and be done and start over. And it's been a journey. And yes, I agree, Lisa. Um, Finding Tree was a godsend, literally. 
um, angel coaches for sure. It was like an angel on earth when you were trying to find hope. And, and still today, uh, Tree still helps me hold on to hope sometimes where I feel like I just need to tie that one more knot. And, and that's where hope comes in. And um, in the midst of my journey, I found my passion of, as well as helping others, which is young adults and, and kids. I do have a passion for kids. Or maybe I just have a tolerance for kids than I do adults. Um, some, <laughs> so much different disappointments in adults. So that might be it. And then, you know, then having kids, I probably have turned to animals because even when animals act up and stuff, they don't talk back like my two-legged kids. So that might be a little correlation <laughs> there. That's funny. <laughs> but, um, That's cute. Yes, and so now I've returned to um, when I started taking some drug and alcohol classes to understand my role of why I stayed as long as I did. And understanding the disease of alcoholism and addiction, I found the passion of a licensed chemical dependency counselor and helping others. And um, And... I'm back into career as my kids are in high school graduating, and so I'm trying to find my passion and do something because they say, oh, I'm not an empty nester now, but I feel like right now these are the, the years of pre-empty nesting. So my kids have a life outside of mine, and now I'm sort of kind of like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Who are you? Um, <laughs> and discovering like, oh, I have a first name. It's not mom. So that's my journey right now. I'm I'm discovering who Amy is and didn't realize I've been living there, living with her for quite some time. So, so that that's interesting, Amy. And uh, I, I have a question. I know Lisa's got some stuff too. She wants to talk to you about. So starting over and dating again, uh, men, you had to learn to do some healing on yourself when it came to boys. I say boys, but you oh, guys know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yep. So tell, take us a little bit down there and share what you, you what you've had to learn. Okay, because it's not been easy. Um, and she's single now, I, by the way, Lisa. She is see, totally <laughs> single. She doesn't. She's uh, you know, uh, we've all dating. Pro, date, Lisa's got a great marriage. She's been with him. Uh, she just got married about a year ago, right, Lisa? If I'm not mistaken, I always yeah. get a little confused on that. Yeah, she's been with him, but they dated for 20 years. So, um, and he's a good man. She's a good woman. And so, and Amy, uh, she's learned to do it herself. She she's in the process of buying, a, building a home, getting that all that straight, and with the horses, and and doing it by herself right now. You, you would like to have a partner. So, tell me what kind of tell us both what kind of healing you've done. And I know Lisa, you you want to you've got probably a question or two, so I'll stop her. Well, I'm not gonna um, say that like that. The biggest yeah. healing would probably say self worth and self esteem of. Um, Tari, again, just that big advocate of when I had to look in the mirror, I had to look um, and love myself. And I think upon dating, I had to discover that the very thing that I was thinking that this person across the table, what I was wanting from him or thinking I was going to get from him um, or his point in my life was the very thing I had to give myself. And that was loving myself, looking at myself that I was beautiful, looking at myself that I wasn't just a sex object, looking at myself that um, I had value, looking at myself that I had something to give back. But in order to give back, I definitely saw some cracks in my own foundation. So in the spirit of not being a, you know, a hypocrite is my word, of when I say I wanted someone who was spiritually sound, financially sound, emotionally sound, and physically sound, um, looking in the mirror, I had to be like, oh, yeah, maybe you got to handle those three credit cards and um, get your finances in order. And there was definitely some periods where I was definitely angry with God. And, again, looking back in the mirror of, oh, I want someone who's spiritually sound when I wasn't. 
spiritually sound. Um, the same with being physical. Therese a big runner and just um, reminded me of how to get up and exercise and take care of myself, and that was another part of my journey. And emotionally, loving myself, learning how to love myself and not just looking for someone to love me when I wasn't even loving myself and um, learning how to be alone and not be lonely, even when my kids were gone and not um, counter-transfer onto my kids of what I needed from them. And I'm still learning wow. that as far as even detaching from them. Lisa, this is really, when she's talking like this, I'm like, ha, did, did, we, did I teach her some of that stuff? That's pretty cool. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's times I get on the phone with her, I go, you're so not fun to talk to today. Which, you know, and that's okay. But, <laughs> and I would say, I'm not in a good mood today. I am pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So do you have questions for Elisa? She's funny, isn't she? I tell you. So, oh, my God. Um, I mean, honestly, well, first of all, Amy, I just have to say that Never meeting you, never talking to you before, just listening to the journey that you've been through and that you continue to go on, that I want to just reach out and give you this great big hug and tell you (laughs) that I can't imagine the life that you experienced. The only thing that I can say at this point, um, again, not knowing, you know, you personally or anything, that it's when you're in it, you don't realize what your outcome is going to be. And you made the decision that you were not going to allow that situation to define who you are. And the fact that you had your spirituality and it might not have been where it needed to be at the time, but you recognized it and you were able to move forward, I think that takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of self-discipline. Obviously, it takes a lot of faith, and we've got Tari that helps us through, you know, these yeah. journeys. Um, the, the, the journey of life isn't always an easy one, and it's not supposed to be an easy one. But the paths that we take lead us to where we're supposed to be, and you are where you're supposed to be. And I don't think, you know, back then you would have seen yourself as this counselor or having these mm-hmm. animals or building this home. I mean, mm-hmm. back then you're just like, there's no way. There's no way I would have ever envisioned it. And look where you are. So I just want to Thank say, you. way to go, my friend. <laughs> and I hope someday <laughs> that I do get to meet you. Um, yes. You have yes. An, incredible, an incredible experience to share. And I can see that this is going to help other people get through some tough times as well. Thank She's amazing you. with um, that. I- Go please. I want to hear. Yeah, I just, say, I just, please, please. yeah, I just wanted to say you're, you're right, Lisa. I think my, one of my biggest fears of even, um, and sometimes still today, and I put myself in check as far as you know, it's okay to not know the future, and I was so scared of the future because every time I thought that this would happen like this tomorrow, and like I said, the rug just kept being pulled out from beneath me, and when I experienced that more so in the depths of my divorce more often than you do like the average person in just life in general, I became very handicapped and scared of the future. Um, And that is something where I had to learn to embrace today of I don't know where my road's going to be. And then yet I've been blessed with now I can look back or share in my story and go, wow, I didn't see it this way. Although I've had amazing friends and, and um, like, life coach along the way to say it's going to be okay and I, I would be like whatever whatever no mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, you know, and, and I, just because called, I was so 
I'm just saying she had this way. She's really being nice. <laughs> but she was so she was so funny. She called me up. Yeah. <laughs> we, I was like, and uh, she she she'd be in one of her moods. But I was always, yep. there was times. But I was, was scared. I was and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was scared to even think that there was a future. Right, and rightfully so, my gosh, considering the situation you were in. I'm I'm learning, too, through my resources that sometimes it's not time for us when we want it to be. And I'm learning that, you know, God's plan for us is very different than our plan for us. And it's hard to comprehend why we go through certain things when we do or why we do, but there's a reason. And we just have to trust God and our angels and the Holy Trinity, Jesus, everybody. We've got to trust them. And Tree knows how hard it's been for me to trust this because of the journey I have experienced. But mm-hmm. I, I know that when I call Tree or talk to Tree and hear stories such as yours, Amy, that I, I know there's a reason why we go through what we do. And, and oh, yeah. it's, it's just hard to grasp. It's just hard to grasp mm-hmm. and think why, you know. And we might never know. Who knows? Right. But right. if you didn't go through what you did, you wouldn't be where you are right now. You're I, right. Yeah. And, or, embracing, or embracing the journey of what I have gone through and that I've survived or that I'm like, I'm okay. And, through the help of Tari and, and others and just myself and journaling and learning how to be quiet and like even Tari, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, whatever. But then I'm like, okay, fine. She's like, Amy, just what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to be home. And she would even, I mean, you don't even know how many times Tari has probably told me, that's probably good. So you're staying home? And I'm like, yes, I'm staying home. And then she's like, that's probably a good idea. And I would hang up going, why would she agree with me? And then I would probably... You know, I can look back going, there were probably many times I needed to be in timeout. I did not need to be in public. But in those times that I was in my not aware of timeout, um, I learned how to sit here and go, you know what, God God has me here. So I'm supposed to learn something here. And mm-hmm. um, what is this lesson? And I don't want to be here again. And that's been frustrating. But now I find myself, when I start to get scared of the future, to be like, okay, I'm here again. Or... Or this is new to me, but it's okay. I'm not so scared of it when I don't know the outcome. And I think when mm-hmm. we go through so much trauma in our life, we're so familiar. It's, I say um, a verbal and emotional abuse is hard because you don't see the blood. You don't see the bruises. But when you get physically abru- abused, you can see a bruise. You can see it healing in a way. And not that it's easier, but I get it. It's that visual. And it's the unknown. And then you're like, okay, well, I stayed because... I knew what was going to happen. I knew the cycle, the the familiarity of it. And then the future is unknown. I'm going to take a step, but I don't know. I don't know where it's going to lead me versus, okay, I'm going to get hit. Then it's going to hurt. Then it's going to heal. And I'm back in the same saddle. So it's easy to stay in our pain. And I was there. And Tori, even so many times, are you having a pity party? I'm not coming. I'm going to call you later. I'm like, yes, I'm having a pity party. And I didn't even invite you. (laughs) She's funny. But I had to ask you a question. Um, you know, the you when I'm working with you now, okay, and and uh, you you want a man, you want a guy, you want a husband, right? I I, I, I desire one. I don't I don't want yeah. one. I don't need one. I just desire one. Yeah. So you desire a husband, and what is different now from the husband that you would like to be with, and that you 
I, I don't even think you're shopping. I think your life is so busy and chaotic that you're, you know, you're not even shopping. But what are you looking mm-hmm. for now versus before? A life partner, someone who has, someone who has his own life that can add to the life that I've built. And I want someone who can complement, not supplement my life. I like that. Mm-hmm. Supplement. That's good. I like that too. I like that. Mm-hmm. Lisa, yeah, and you did you did the same thing, right? Because you had a guy for you know you and you and you and Jim, you guys are sweethearts, but you guys got to be best friends along with dating, and for various reasons, then we don't need to go into that. But you know, you finally said, okay, it's that time right now. And did you have any doubt yourself? I was going to ask you that after I heard her story. Did you ever have you any know, doubt that I, he was the one? Um, I have to admit, yes, I did. I, I did have doubts. Okay. And, of course, the doubts came during the bumpy ride because oh, I yeah. wasn't sure that I, could, I was strong enough to get through the bumpy part, and that's where my doubt came in. And then when I thought about everything that we had been through up until that bumpy ride, I was like, you know what? This man has been there for me, like, through thick and thin, no matter what. Okay, so we've got a bump that we've got to get over. That doesn't mean that I should question our love for each other, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. So, no, that's true. You know, it's just hard because when you're, when you're in a negative situation, you always think, okay, I, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. And, and mine was you know, never an abusive thing. Don't, don't get me wrong. It was just, you know, just some life challenges that we had to work through. And again, you know, he fought, he fought for me big time during that bumpy ride. And I will never forget coming back home after our talk and saying, Lisa, this is stupid. You can't let this man go. You've got a bump in the road. So what? Move on and be done. Put it in your path. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's Amy, how I've handled it. Well, she she's done some stuff. She's walked away from her relationships before, and uh, so I mean, how how did you do that? Walking away from a relationship because women are listening here, and I, you know, I we all have our passion, and I like working. I like working with couples and women. I work with men, but my my main focus is women because sometimes we so doubt ourselves. Not that everybody mm-hmm. doubts yourself, but. Women, women, women from you know twenty to fifty something, sixty. That's what I, my my goal is is to really help them because a lot of times they're like, oh my gosh, like the empty nester, but they're not like Amy or you, like putting it back together, um, you know, and making it work and finding the great guy or finding the great life. And and Amy's creating it says I want somebody to compliment me. So, Amy, like you you want your guy and you want him to compliment you, but like. How did you let guys go? I mean, how did you do that? Because women really struggle with that, and I know you have, but that was a big turning. When you did that the first time, I was like, you go, girl, because uh, mm-hmm. I'll never forget that, right? You remember that. I agree. Yeah, there right. was, my first one was really hard to let go. I, I like, kept a, you know, like a tentacle still attached. Um, but I know which one you're talking about, and do you want the, the, the girl version yeah. or do you want the, the nice version? I want you to listen. I want girl version because there's a lot of girls out there. We just girls. <laughs> yeah. The girl version, TV okay. rated. I yeah. think when I when I made a vow in talking with you of I did not have to settle, and so many times of talking with you, Teresa, that you drilled in my head that I deserved and I was worthy, and that I never had to settle. 
um, I've really taken that to heart. And when I say girl version and when I say spiritually, emotionally, financially, and physically sound, there is this physical realm where I don't ever want to not have the passion in a relationship ever, not again. I want to have that chemistry. I want to feel that without words. I want to look at a man and just be like, he is never leaving the house without getting attention from me, if you know what I mean. And that's the girl version. (laughs) And I I love that. I want to feel that. I want to feel that every day. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen every day, and I'm not believing that it's, you know, that you're going to have your days. But I I want to feel that. And um, there was a time when I was dating someone that it just wasn't there. And I knew it wasn't there. And then you you make yourself feel like, well, it's okay. I don't I don't need that because I have all of this. No. And I had to be reminded and remind myself of I had, I promised myself I'm not going to settle. And I keep myself in shape. I'm, you know, emotionally far better than I've ever been, um, uh, financially better, and, you know, spiritually better. I'm not angry at God. We now can sit on the rock and chill and throw rocks and skip rock, and we're good. And um, I know I'm still probably going to sit on the rock with Peter, and he's going to have some questions for me, but I'm okay with that. I got some brownie points. Um, <laughs> but it's just reminding myself that I am not settling for what is not in my best and highest good. And if that takes yeah. me to be alone for a little bit longer till I find that guy or perhaps he's not here because I still got to fix one more crack in my foundation. And if I want my man to have his foundation um, repaired and fixed, it's like a home that the foundation has shifted. And that's what I've looked at my life. My foundation shifted and I've been working on getting my foundation good to go again and finding all the cracks and repairing it and adding to it. And if I want him to do that and I've been doing that and then it's worth the wait. And if he hasn't come, it's because I perhaps there is one more crack I need to have some attention to. And then, um, yeah, the man upstairs is going to be like, okay, she's ready and they're ready and the rest of the cracks we can fix together. Nice. And, I and like you know that. What, Amy, I, I love that. I do, I do too. And, and I want to just jump in and say, you know, it might not even be a crack that you need to fix. Right. Exactly. So yep. That's why it's that's like not thing. all of them are fixed. Yeah. It might even just be the girlfriends, like just the three of us. That's why, I mean, there's been some women in my life, and, yep, my issues haven't always just been towards men or bitter. There's been women that I've been betrayed by as well. So it's learning Mm -hmm. to trust again, um, men and women, and myself, learning to trust my intuition and believing in myself again. And so the very thing of what I was looking in for a girlfriend or even for a partner was sometimes the very thing that I needed to give myself, trust myself, love myself, look at myself and tell myself I was pretty, not expecting my girlfriend to tell me I looked hot in this great outfit or expecting a man to tell me I looked hot or, you know, it was telling me that I looked hot. Oh, I like that. That's very good. And (laughs) let me ask you this too. So um, obviously this has been a lengthy journey for you and the path obviously wasn't always where you know you would have liked it to be but my question is where at what point and how long did it take you to get to that turning point like how long were you in this little rut before you had like this come to Jesus with yourself moment and and yeah and what was it like how long and then what was it four years a good solid easy not easy but four years and not realizing that, that it was it. that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a journey and fighting and fighting not to settle and fighting for the guy that came in and said, 
you know, what do you need? I'll pay for that. And I'm like, no, no. And keep trucking and, and then, um, beating myself up because I was, you know, entertaining something that I knew that I, I didn't want. And I already knew that he wasn't the one and then beating myself up for that, for entertaining that. And then entertaining that, Oh, this guy looks great. And then I wasn't giving him the time and then beating myself up of maybe I just let the best thing that's going to happen to me go by. And then it was gone, long gone. And then I beat myself over that. So it was a good, um, four years, um, five years. I'd probably say the last maybe three years that I feel like I've been more, um, strong and stronger in my convictions. So in a 10 year. So what was mm-hmm. your aha moment? After, like after these four I, I know five what years she's asking. Can I ask mm-hmm. you for something here, Amy, if it's okay? Because I know what she's asking. Yeah. Are you okay if I yeah. share that? Because I will sure. work with her. Uh, sure. Lisa. And then I uh, probably have to go, she... Yeah. Okay, no problem. Um, one of the things that works with her, and Amy, you remember this, is when, when with you and I'm going to uh, Mr. M, you know who I'm talking about, when you had to look at him in that situation where, where you were with all your family and his family, and you and you had an epiphany, and it was so hard for you. I'll never forget that when he was not treating you right. You looked at him in in your mind's eye, and that's something I think was a big epiphany. Not settling for that anymore. I told you, I, and I told mm-hmm. her at least. I said mm-hmm. you have outgrown him, and, yep. and you know. Yep. And I'm, and, but she figured that out herself, right? And then the right. other one. It was, was looking at him and said, realizing that he he was still where he was. And I had seen my progress. It was like it was like a movie just played right in front of me, looking at him. Wow! Yeah! Wow! I remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and there was a, but that was. And then Tari validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want to hear me for a long time. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but that's we had a mm-hmm. good time. No, working together. But you have to go. Uh, you're, and I know you're you're doing your work. Thank now. y'all for having me on. Um, yes. Oh. Yeah, you bet. We'll have I'll, you on again, I'm sure. I'll plan it better. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you did good. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank Amy, you. it was an honor to meet you. And, again, I hate to say congratulations, but I'm going to say congratulations <laughs> on, I mean, honestly, making it through what you did and finding the light and moving on and doing your thing. I, I That is just pat yourself on the back every day. Thank you. Oh, yes, Still a work amazing. in progress, but I'm I'm a lot more proud of myself than I've ever been. As you I'm proud be. of you too. You've done great. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> when Amy has her open, you know, I told her has her open house when she gets that, when she builds it and everything. We get to come, right, Amy? Right. So yeah, we get she yes. to have a yes. house so I'm gonna have party. a phenomenal guest house. house. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, uh, thanks, my dear. You take care. We'll talk. To, I'll talk to you in a day or two. All right. Bye now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Is she so, Is she just wonderful? I swear, she's just so good. I, I love her, and, uh, and she's really worked hard on herself, Lisa. It's been amazing, um, you know, and uh, with some ups and downs that she's really had, you know. So, and I think I lost Lisa. So, anyway, no problem. We've got a couple more minutes, and I will um, I'll share this with you. Uh, I'm going to, not I, on this podcast that we have on Thursday, I mean, on Monday at 4.30 East Coast time, I'm going to have a guy, a woman, or, sorry, a man come on who has beat cancer and has had a miracle. I, it's one of those stories that you never, maybe once in a lifetime, maybe never in a lifetime you hear. 
and I'm excited to talk to him. So we're setting that up where he can be a guest on our podcast. I know you guys will love it, and uh, and and so and so it so it is. And then um, Angel and I are going to be sharing uh, our teaching a Reiki class. It's going to be online. Everything is online, right? Education online. So anyway, I'm excited about that too. Um, so stay strong, you guys. Well, I will see you this week. I, I may do a podcast. I'm either going to do it this evening or tomorrow morning. Uh, hug to everybody that's with me now, and I love everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, check out, uh, please, uh, you know, follow our show, Block Talk Radio, and, I, and we're Angel Coaches, and I'm Cherie, and that was Lisa that was on. And then the other thing is, is that um, if you follow us, would be great. And then the second thing is, too, is if you look me up on YouTube, uh, Tree Abbott Angel Coaches, I'm putting some videos together now that, and you can check it out if you get a chance and look at it. And then follow me on Facebook. I have Angel Coaches on Facebook. Not like I'm giving you all this stuff, but you'd like to really remember it, right? But anyway, Angel Coaches, check us out. Anyway, hugs to everybody. Take care, and we will see you. Uh, I probably will see you this evening. Take care. Bye now.